Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, a special edition here of Listen Up after the game. Glad that you were with us. Another loss for the Sacramento Kings and another pathetic performance defensively. Uh, First of all, I apologize for the noise. If there's some background noise, I am at a charity event and I have left to go outside. And so you might hear a little bit of noise here and there, but I wanted to get in and have a show. 32 points allowed in the first quarter, 31 points in quarter number two. 31 and three and 31 and four. And I've done numerous rants on this and I will continue to do a lot of rants on this. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about the Kings improved defense. Their defense is pathetic. All right. It's embarrassing. All right. Let's just call it the way it is. It's embarrassing. The Sacramento Kings are now 0 and four. All right. 0 and four. And you got Miami coming in on Sunday afternoon. 0 and four. I mean, what's going on with this team? Seriously. Sabonis played 31 minutes. And only had 11 points, you know, in a game that Harrison Barnes finally finds some offense, although he missed three of four from downtown. Speaking of three-point shooting, you know, the Kings, 12 of 38 for 31%. You know, we talk about all the stats, and we always point towards uh, free throws. Well, free throws was not a problem tonight. The Kings made 81.8%, 18 of 22. So that was not the issue. And then how about your point guard, De'Aaron Fox? He played 35 minutes tonight. 35 minutes. He had two assists. He had three turnovers. Yeah, I know he had 27 points, but he's your point guard. There's no no ball movement. I mean, Sabonis is the guy that moves the ball. I got to give him credit. He had nine assists in this game and 10 rebounds. Yeah, I, I want him to score more. All right? I want him to score more. But anyway, I'm going to come at you for about 30 minutes because I only have about a half hour. So I want you to get in. I want to hear from you. This is your show. I'm doing this show for you so we can interact. 0-4. And again, the Kings allow 30 or more points in each quarter. And now all I hear about is the defense. Really? And I'll tell you this. I can almost guarantee you. I say almost because I can't guarantee it. Well, guarantee is guarantee. I am about 98% certain that the Kings owner, Vivek Ranadive, is telling those close to him, see, I told you we should have hired Mark Jackson. Because I know how he thinks. I know what he does. And I can almost assure you that he's telling Monty McNair and the others, I told you, we should have hired Mark Jackson. That's almost, almost a guarantee. All right, let's get to uh, phone calls because this is your show. It's not mine, and we get to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Grant. I mean, it's another sucker, sucker game. They bring it within two points and this, you know, just flush us down the toilet as Kings fans as usual. I mean, it looks like they're, you know, make, make a run and get back in it. But the coach tonight – 
I think he played like 13 or 14 players. I mean, they were saying that he was even had lineups out there that don't even that never even practiced together. So he's still experimenting, and uh, you know, I I, I just I, they need to play Monk more. Uh, it, it just the defense, like you say. I mean, but you got to hand it to Memphis. I mean, Jesus Christ, they're a good team. Got, they're a good guys, team. They, they, I mean, their second string team even was yep. just knocking them down. That Clark guy comes off the bench and just Unbelievable. Goes, off like, goes off like yep. a lightning rod. And Brooks, yep. that guy would be a starter anywhere else, probably, or on a lot of. Well, teams. he does. He he does start. He starts for Memphis. You know, he starts. He played twenty six minutes. Let me stop you for a minute. Two of the thirteen players only played for a minute, so I I wouldn't really talk about the rotation being 13 two guys only played one minute and then um alex len played three minutes but i understand your point here's the bottom line we always talk about everyone needs to be contributing on the same night well you got kevin herder who got hurt all right so they only played 19 minutes you talk about monk monk finally made some shots in this game he played 22 minutes he was five of nine including three of seven from downtown for 15 points but it doesn't seem like the kings can get on the same page on the same game. And that's why they're 0-4. But, Jeff, how about the defense, Jeff? I mean, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about the defense. They allowed 30 or more points in every quarter tonight. Think about that for a minute. Well, what was pathetic a lot of times was they were giving Memphis second and third chances. And, you know, uh, at, at the we couldn't rebound. Zabonis is the only rebounder. I, I didn't see Murray getting in there too much. I mean, he looked good. He looked good. I mean, he, he got called. I don't know if you watched the game. He got called. He w- did a beautiful layup, and he need uh, Adams in the groin. But it, it wasn't intentional, but it was a beautiful move to the hoop. Well, here's the bottom line, okay? 0-4. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, All right, yeah. I'm looking at the standings, and I'm looking at the Kings record, okay? What I'm looking at is the number 0-4. All right? I'm looking at zero wins and four losses. That's what I'm looking at. I'm not looking at, you know, whether the Kings were able to cut it to two at one point or what have you. I, I don't look at the games that way. I look at the standings, and then I look at the other thing. I look at how many points are you allowing. Jeff, the Kings, once again, are allowing way too many points, all right? Now, the rebounding really was not as bad as you think it was. It was 43-40 in favor of Memphis. They only out-rebounded the Kings by three. But okay. you're not going to win in the NBA, Jeff, allowing 30 or more points in every quarter. You're just not. Oh, I know. And, and Morant didn't have a huge game, did he? I mean, I didn't see what he – No, he had a good game. He had a good game. He had 22 game, points. He had right. 22 I mean, points. He was eight, Yeah, he was, he, was, he was neutralized. He had six assists. He had five rebounds. But, you know, he didn't go off. You're exactly right. He had 22 I think, points. I think, I think Bain was the leading scorer for Memphis. Bain. I think yeah, he, he had was. 31 points. Yeah, he had 31 points. He, he was the leading scorer, no question. He shot well. He was, I think he was a, a six of eight from downtown as well. So, yeah, Bain was very good, very good. Right. And, and here's the other issue. On a night where the Kings actually shot the ball well from the line, shot mm-hmm. the ball almost 10 percentage points better than their opponent, they still lost, and they lose by 15 points. Well, the bottom line, like you said, I mean, Memphis has just got a nucleus of good young players. Yep. Uh, They're good. On, on the starting rotation and plus yep. their bench. I mean, and I if they don't finish uh, right up there with you know, the Suns, Memphis, one or two, I, I they'll probably they'll have 
and the Warriors. It'll be Suns, Memphis, and Warriors, I think. All right. Jeff, thanks for the call. I'm going to get to some others. I appreciate it. Let's move along. And uh, why don't we uh, check in here with Anthony on this special edition of Listen Up, the Kings post game after they lose 125 to 110 to the Memphis Grizzlies. Anthony, you got to hit that microphone icon. And once you do, I'll be able to uh, be able to talk to you. I'm going to put you back in the audience so you can get familiar with your device. And then I'll put you right back on. All right, let's move along. We get to uh, Ryan and Sacktown. Ryan, thanks very much for calling this special show. How are you? Hey, Grant. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So uh, Connor and I, we did a uh, live cast of the game. We were just kind of talking about defense and breaking it down. And there's a difference between bad defense and terrible defense. This is terrible defense. There were so many times that there were just wide open threes and guys weren't even putting a hand in the guy's face. Guys weren't even running out and closing out. What are we doing here? The only bright spot that I saw, a couple bright spots. The first was Murray. Keegan played really, really well. He is silky smooth. Um, he's only we've got a three-game sample size in regular season play. He played very, very well. We were encouraged by that. But Connor and I, our stomachs turned in the third quarter because it was yeah. nearly halfway through the third quarter, and the Kings had only given up 15 points. Previous yep. to that, I believe it was 30 and 33 points in the first and second quarters. And then what happens? They just give up a ton of points, and now we're past 30 again. So, hey, Ryan, um, Ryan, yeah. keep in mind there, Ryan, the Kings had three days off between games, so they had a full week of practice to get ready for this game, which means they watched a lot of film, which means they worked apparently, allegedly, on defense, and then they come out and play like this. See, so so remember how I talked about this the other day when I hear the announcers talking about, gee, they look good in practice. Who the hell cares how they look in practice? I don't give a damn what they do in practice. I don't care if they practice for 10 minutes a day or 10 hours a day. It means nothing to me. When I see the team, as you said, have defensive lapses the way they had tonight, it, it, I don't even know what to say. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Yeah, it is. And, you know, our transition defense, that's a huge problem, the way that we're hucking up the threes. We're taking the first shot. Like, that's literally what we're doing, and we're missing the majority of them. And that yep. leads to long rebounds, fast breaks, and the transition defense is an absolute joke. The one other positive, the one other positive was they did get to the rim tonight, and they did shoot their free throws well. So yep. we were encouraged by that. Um, Harrison yep. Barnes, that looked like there was a concerted effort to get him going. Um, and he was taking it to the rack. But other than that, Grant, I mean, uh, I just feel lost as a kid. 0-4. 0-4. 0-4. Think about that for a minute. 0-4 with Miami, who looks like they're starting to play better, coming in for a game on Sunday afternoon, and then the Kings hit the road. So they're either going to be 1-4 and or they are going to be 0-5 when they hit the road. And I, I don't see how this team is going to just all of a sudden start winning a lot of games with how poorly they're playing defensively. I just don't see it. Well, okay. So if you're Mike Brown, what do you, why don't we drop into a zone? Why don't we change this up at some point or modify the defense? Cause this obviously is not fitting the players. His system is not fitting the players that he has. Well, I will say this. 
zones in the NBA generally don't work because you're playing against the best players in the world. And I'm not saying that you can't use a zone now and then, but generally speaking, zones in the NBA don't work. You'll see teams use it here and there. If you're playing a team like the Lakers, they're more effective. But most NBA teams, zones, if, if, most teams will pick apart zones. But you got to try something at this point. You're 0 4. And you know, the last two games in particular, you give up 89 points in the first half against Golden State. And tonight, you're allowed 30 or more points in every quarter. That's embarrassing. That's terrible. And I would have really liked to see them come out when Mike Brown called that really early timeout in the third quarter. I really would have liked to see them come out and run a little bit of that, you know, press that they were doing in the first game against Portland and really spur that run, throw a little bit of gasoline on that run that they were making. And it's just, I don't know. I don't get the decision making. I don't. Well, I'll tell you, Mike Brown is now under the microscope already, four games in. I'm looking at social media. I'm looking at the people ripping him. And I'm telling you, I know this to be almost fact. I can't say it's uh, with 100% certainty, but I'm almost going to guarantee this. Vivek Ranadive, I'm telling you, is not happy right now. And, I'm, and I know how he thinks and I know how he talks. And I'm telling you, he's telling those close to him and he's telling Monty McNair, I told you we should have hired Mark Jackson. And I'm telling you something else. That is going to get back to Mike Brown. And you're going to have the same situation you had that happened with Luke Walton. When Luke started off with five losses, you know, the text message that went to the wrong Luke and it became a disaster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Vivek said we shouldn't have got rid of Dave Yeager. That was five games into the freaking season. And I'm telling you, the same thing is going to happen now and you're going to have a mess on your hands. Yep. No, I agree with you, Grant. And, you know, it's time for Mike Brown to take responsibility, too. He, he, he's got to say something and take responsibility. You know, it, it's no more, oh, well, we're going to work the defense and, you know, we're, we're going to get no. this better. No. It, it's Enough time to say, crap. look, my defense ain't working. It's not the players. It's my scheme. This is on me. Well, I think it is the players, but I understand where you're coming from. Ryan, good hearing from you, buddy. You too. I'm going to get those some other calls. Thank you. All right. All right, bud. Let's, yep, bye-bye. All right. Let's get to uh, Anthony right here on Listen Up. Anthony, go ahead. It's your turn. Hey, Grant. Yeah, I mean, what I saw tonight is, and I don't know if we've talked about this a whole lot so far, is there's no interior D in terms of a shot blocker out there. You know, I, we, we see None. Adam played all right, but when guys go into the lane like Bain Morant tonight, there's no one to block him, right? You, you have nope. Sabonis, but he's not a shot blocker. And I feel like so many of the points, aside from the three-point shooting for the Grizzlies tonight, were coming from guys getting to the rim easily, and we just can't – we don't have anyone. We have no one to block. Nope. Nobody. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Nobody. There's no interior presence at all. You're 100% correct. And in the one spot in the game where I had a glimmer of hope was when we brought in Len. It was, what, a three-minute stretch yep. for Len? But you, you could yep. feel that there was a difference on the inside with him and Adams at the very least. Well, you, you know, you got to try something else because whatever Mike Brown's trying right now is not working. And listen, I'm going to give credit to Memphis. They're a really good team. They're one of the best teams in the NBA. But you just had three days off to prepare for this game and they schooled you and scoring 30 or more in every quarter. I don't want to hear about Mike Brown's defense anymore. I'm, I'm done hearing about it. I want to hear about him being a defensive coach. I don't care about that. All right. My eyes tell me a different story. My eyes tell me that this team is a terrible defensive team. That's what my eyes tell me. Yep. I'm fully on board with you there, Grant. I mean, and on the other hand too, going to the offense now, Davion, I mean, every time I see him, Go in that second unit, the offense completely stalls. I think tonight he was two of four, yep. which which is fine. That's whatever. But he's minus thirteen. He goes in there. 
I, I can see why Brown is messing with the rotations because he knows he has no movement in that second unit, which is why I think you yep. had to pull Keegan out earlier tonight. But I just don't know what's going to happen this year. If Davion continues to play like that, we're going to have zero offense. And you can tell it's just Davion running in circles the entire time. There's no movement in the interior. And it's just us hucking up threes from the outside. Well, all you got to do is look at the plus minus in the reserves. And everyone that played for Memphis was a minus, excuse me, a minimum plus 10 with the top one being plus 24. And when you look at the Kings bench, okay, they were all minuses. Now, I know we sometimes get carried away with plus minuses, but we're trying to make a point. Terrence Davis, minus 14, okay? Mitchell, minus 13. And they only played 11 and 12 minutes, respectively. Rashawn Holmes played eight minutes and was minus 12. The Kings bench was terrible tonight. Absolutely got destroyed. Yeah, destroyed. And that that's the perfect word for it. And I just... For the rest of the season, I, I can't see Metu being the guy that we're going to be going to. KZ, Len. I mean, that we, we talked about how much depth we had before the season, but when you see it play out like this, I mean, it's... Anthony, I lost you, buddy. Sorry, we got you, got, got you cut off. But I really appreciate your call, man. Thank you very much. All right, so here's the deal. This is a special show. It's a show for you. If you want to call in, call in. Uh, I want to hear from everyone. Miami is up next on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, and the Heat, you know, again, I, I the Heat, to me, are one of the best teams in the NBA, and I know they're off to a slow start. I like how they played last night, all right? I, mean, I thought that was a big win for them. I get that. I know they lost tonight, but now they're going to have a day off, and here's the deal with Miami. They're wrapping up a brief three-game trip. Their road trip is predicated on what happens Sunday. If they lose on Sunday, it's a bad road trip. If they win on Sunday, it's a good road trip. So I'm expecting the A version of the Miami Heat coming up on Sunday. Who the hell knows what version of the Kings we're going to get because I don't know if they have an A game, all right? I know they have an F game. I don't know if they have an A game. I know Miami's got an A game. I saw it last night in Portland, all right? And again, their, their road trip is going to be predicated on how they do coming up on Sunday. And the Kings aren't going 0-82. So, you know, Miami is not going to come in here and, you know, take it easy. Miami is going to put their foot to the pedal. And this is going to be a big game for the Miami Heat because they are off to a slow start. They are off to a slow start in the Eastern Conference. So things are not looking good for Sacramento. Again, I want to hear from you. If you want to chime in, now's your time because I'm not going very long today. This is going to be a quick post-game show because I still got to get back inside uh, and finish up this event. But I want to I want to let everyone know that I will be doing post-game shows a lot, not every game, uh, depending on my schedule. And I'll probably probably do one Sunday after the Miami game. Again, it's an NFL Sunday, and uh, the game's at 3 o'clock. So 5.30, you'll be going head-to-head with Sunday Night Football with Green Bay and Buffalo. I, I might do a quick show on Sunday. I'll see. I'll see. You know, I'll get a good feel for it. But this team – Right now, good Lord, 0-4, oh 0-4. And oh and All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name, so maybe you can help me out here because uh, it's oh, MBIC hey, System. <laughs> you could just call me Mo. Yeah, that's cool. Mo? Hey, Mo, I appreciate you calling the show. How you doing, Mo? I'm good. I'm good. I just got a question. I got a question. If, if Westbrook was a slow center, what makes him any different than Sabonis? That's my question. Wait, you're talking about Russell Westbrook? Yes, both of them, they get their numbers. They need a specific team to help them get these numbers. 
and you know they don't play D, and they just get that they're just getting numbers and playing losing basketball. So what makes them any different than each other? Well, they're they're totally different. The way they play is totally different. But I want to ask you this question: Are do you, are you now? Are you first of all? Are you? I assume you're a Kings fan. I'm looking at your avatar. It says Sacramento Kings. So I assume you're a big Kings fan. Is that accurate? Oh, I just are you are you a big Kings fan? Yes. Oh, yes. You're going in and out. Yes, All right. Yes. Okay. So are you? Are, do you? So are you? I want to make sure that we're on the same page here. And first of all, Mo, I really appreciate you calling in on this post game show. Are you now wishing the Kings had not made that deal for Sabonis? I, I didn't like the deal the day it happened, and the more I see it, the more disappointed I get every single day. Like he's if like if you can't play defense as a center today, if you're not an actual like playmaking big like like Jokic or Embiid or like Sabonis could playmake, but he's just a good like Vladi is a good passer too, but he was not Sabonis and he wasn't Embiid. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I know. Yep. Invest in him in, in, in Sabonis like that. It's not smart. Hey Mo, I appreciate you calling the show, man. Thanks very much. Thank you. Take care. All right. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nice to have a, a first-timer there. I believe Mo was. And uh, again, I want to hear from you. Again, hey, you know what? I, we, we can sit here and we can blame Sabonis. We can blame Barrett Barnes. We can, you can blame whoever you want. I'm blaming the coach right now. I'm sorry. I'm blaming the coach. I, I, all I hear about is Mike Brown being this, being that, being this, being that. Uh, and I told you this. And I, listen, I know it's only four games and the Kings could go out and win four in a row. But, you know, I didn't hear glowing endorsements from players that played for him in Cleveland and L.A. I've never heard a bad word about the man. I've never heard anyone say a bad word about Mike Brown. I mean, he's a phenomenal person. Again, I mean that. I haven't heard anyone say anything negative about him as a person. Uh, but, you know, I, I spoke to players that played for him in both cities, and they didn't have glowing reviews about him being a head coach. They're 0-4 right now, and Mike Brown, a defensive coach, has a team that can't stop anybody. So keep that in mind, all right? Let's get to uh, Jerry right here 
on Listen Up. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Grant. How are you? Jerry, what's up? Hey, Grant, I want to ask you, how long do you think before Ronnie Dive uh, or either uh, him or, uh, or the general manager come out and address these issues? They're not going to address the issues. It's too early in the season. They're not going to address the issues at all. But that, first of all, doesn't address anything. The guy lives in a closet. And as far as Monty McNair, I mean, he's, <laughs> he, he, he's on the last year of a deal. And does it look like to you right now that he's going to get a deal extended based on what we've seen? In the first uh, four games. Now, again, no. I understand it's only four games. And, you know, the Kings could win a couple in a row and we could have a, a completely different tune. But uh, I know Vivek Ranadive well enough to know that he's telling Monty McNair and he's telling others around him, see, I told you we should have hired Mark Jackson because I know how the guy works. I can almost, almost, almost guarantee you that's going on right this very minute. Grant, how many games do you think, uh, because the Kings are going to be going on the road after Sunday versus Miami, how how many wins do you see this team getting uh, when they get uh, to the road? I think it's good that they're going on the road. Get the hell out of town. You know, Bond as a team. Uh, I, I think there are a lot of winnable games on that. You've got Charlotte, winnable game. You've got Orlando. They have not won a game yet. Miami is playing Golden State the night before. So you got a home and home, a home back-to-back for Miami. So you're catching them on a night after they play the Warriors. And that's a huge game in South Florida because the, that place is going to be off the hook for that game. So you're catching Miami on a good spot. And then at the end of the road trip, you stop at Golden State to play the Warriors. So, you know, to me, uh, and again, I know I'm talking about a team that's 0-4 right now. you got to win a minimum, a minimum of two games on that trip, minimum. But Grant, you've uh, you know you've always said too that to be a playoff team, you have to win your your home games. You got to yep. protect your home yep. court. Yep. Well, they're not doing that. They haven't done that in 16 years. So right now, it doesn't look like they're protecting anyone's court. I don't know if they're protecting uh, their practice court, let alone their game court. So uh, yeah, I don't know, Jerry. Things are definitely looking not very good right now. Zero and four, and again, defensively, this team's pathetic. Grant, uh, thanks for taking my call, Grant. Have a good evening. Thank you. And again, I'm just telling you, I know how Vivek Ranadive works. I guarantee you, all right, as close as a guarantee as I can have it, that he's going around telling everyone right now that's close to him that you know, we should have hired Mark Jackson. Know it. I just, I know how he thinks. I know how he talks. I know exactly what's going on behind the scenes. And there are a lot of people right now that are like, oh boy, here we go again. That's exactly what's going on in Sacramento right now. And it's not going to be much longer before the players go, we're done. All right. Because I know how this group works too. All right. I saw it last year. And I saw it. I've seen it a lot. All right. They're going to go, well, we're out of it. You know, I'm hurt. Can't play. You know, you just watch. You watch a couple more losses and that will happen. Fortunately, you still have a lot of games left to salvage this horrible start. OK, you still do. But but you're about you're about two or three weeks, two or three weeks away from crappy basketball to where the dominoes start to fall. And then this thing is not fixable this year. That's how close you are to that. You got about another two to three weeks to turn this thing around. And that's where we're at. All right, let's move along here. And why don't we get to uh, Malcolm? Malcolm, you're on Listen Up with Grant Napier. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I mean, the main thing I just wanted to say was uh, you definitely need, if you're watching the game on TV and anybody who's even like a first time Kings fan, you're trying to bring them on, just mute the TV because I actually unmuted today and it was just, it's just terrible commentary that just ruins the experience and it, it it's like gaslighting for the average Kings fan of what am I watching and what are they saying? So I, I just wanted to add that part. Um, I'm hoping they improve. Uh, I will say overall, I think 
I know the turnovers are negative, but I've always been one of those on Fox where, hey, you got to like put up, you got to do things. And he's been playing good basketball. But like you said at the beginning, the problem is, is we have folks like Fox who are getting in there and then we'll have other people who let off. So then even if they're having great games, we get killed on the other end or we have someone who's just missing everything or doing turnovers. And that's the consistency that's killing us. And then, yeah, the, the main thing is the defense is, I mean, the only goal we have is to outscore everyone at this point. And I'm yep. hoping yep. they change something, but we'll see what happens. And Malcolm, you know, about the broadcasting, I try not to comment on that because I don't want it to sound self-serving. But I'm just going to say this. The Kings broadcasts are embarrassing. There's no other way to say it. It's embarrassing. The product is embarrassing and the organization should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, I, I, it's just I, I will just say for anybody who watched it today or you have friends who watch it today, especially the last part of it was it's that's just gaslighting any person out there going, hey, they're, you know, that this is a work in progress. Hey, you know, they, they did really good today. They kept up. No, we we did not at all. Anybody I talked to or texted was like, what's going on? Like, there's yep. no defense. We're, we're not hitting shots. I, it's just a, a far away from reality. So anyways. Thanks, bud. Appreciate the call, Malcolm. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some other folks right here. And uh, we check in uh, from New Jersey. Nando. <laughs> How are you, Nando? Hey, you're what's like me, up? up late. You're up. You're like me, buddy. Up late. I like that. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. I was watching my Heat play the Warriors on one screen, and then I was watching uh, the Kings on mute on the other one. <laughs> so there um, you go. I, I know I know my Heat are playing uh, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I know a lot of people listening are Kings fan, Kings fans here, and I just want to let them know that this Heat team is not playing at the same level as they were last year, um, but they are an angry team that is trying to find a lot of rhythm, and Bam Adebayo has taken yet another step. So if there's a lot of defensive concerns with Sabonis, he is going to have his hands full. Um, <laughs> yes, he is. Again, yeah, Bam. Bam's gonna Bam's Bam's gonna kick his ass. That's what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you, right? And I, and I just like you know I, you know I watch this Kings team. You know I I can't listen yep. to the broadcast anymore. You know why? Um, so I usually watch the away broadcast. <clears throat> but I was gonna say, I just I just don't understand how you know this Kings team. It always looks like they added nice pieces on paper, but every time like it's an off season where you know, Kings fans are so optimistic, and then the same issues just seem to happen year after year. Yep. I just, yep. I just don't understand. And even me, I, I honestly thought they put a good team together in the off season, and I just can't even point the finger of what exactly it is. Is this team cursed or, or what? I just don't. Yes. I just don't get it. Well, it starts at the top. You know, that's the biggest issue that I see with this franchise, and it was very apparent to me, and is very apparent to me. And uh, there's really nothing that can be done about that. But in the meantime. I wish I had the answers, Nando, uh, Nando. I really don't. I don't have the answers. But, man, I really appreciate you chiming in, buddy. Get some sleep, all right? And maybe we'll chat after the game on Sunday, all right? Well, hey, hey buddy, I was going to tell you. Um, the game is actually yeah. sat Saturday at 6 Eastern, not Sunday. What did I say? Oh, did I say Did I say Sunday? Yeah, they travel on Sunday. They open up the road trip on Monday. My bad. I'm losing my freaking mind. Yes, Saturday, <laughs> the game is at 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. I'm sorry. I'm losing my marbles. Yes. <laughs> it's It's all good, man. Nice talking to you, man. Nando, you take care, buddy. See, that's what happens when I'm up too late. I can't think, buddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I know, man. Get some rest, but take care. All right. Take care. All right. See you. Good stuff right there. Yeah, Saturday. I don't know. Again, I'm losing my freaking mind here. All right. Um, 
that's it. 30 minutes in the books. I really appreciate it for this post-game edition. I am going to sign off. I really appreciate everyone. We'll do this again after the Miami game. How's that sound? All right. We'll see if we can do this after the game on Saturday. Just look for me. You'll, you'll get the notifications just like today, and we'll do it. All right, you take care. Thanks so much. Bye-bye, everybody. Final score tonight, Memphis 125, Sacramento 110, the Kings 0 and 4. Thank you. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.